Welcome to the Exceptional Marriage Podcast with Chelsea and Beth Holm. We are going to be guiding you through basically sharing stories of our marriage, different things we've learned along the way, and how we've really taken concepts of marriage that everyone knows and been able to apply practical daily intentional action so that it, it comes to life in our everyday. So we're glad you're here and we can't wait to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hey, we appreciate your patience. Chelsea and I had a pretty busy last couple of weeks, to say the least. So um, our goal is to do one a week, but we uh, missed a couple. What are you going to do? That's life. We're going to do two at a time. Uh, yeah, we're hoping <laughs> that you extend us a little bit of grace. Grace is the word of the day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so our topic for today is grace. Did you want to have any opening comments on this, or do you want me to Sure, to right yeah. In? I mean, we wanted to start off by explaining the difference of definitions between justice, mercy, and grace. <laughs> While I die. <laughs> grace. Sorry. Okay. Justice is getting what's deserved. Mercy is not getting what we deserve. And grace, which is what we're talking about, is getting what we don't deserve. And so we're going to share, you know, what that means specifically for marriage, because this is a marriage podcast, not, you know, what we are going to share a little bit about salvation, because... You can't talk about grace without that. Right. And that's the whole point. Like, can you sh- can you show what you don't have, right? And grace comes from the Lord and what he's done for us. Right. Um, so that's the foundation we're building off of here that mm-hmm. it starts there. And I mean, Chelsea and I have been very open with you guys. We mean, we're a Christian couple. Um, yep. That is the foundation and priority of our individual lives and our relationships. So um, justice, if we got what we deserved, um, well. We'd be burning in hell. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. From the perspective, <laughs> well, let's look at this two different ways. So first, let's look at our relationship with God. If we truly wanted justice, we would have complete separation from God, um, and our future would have in it nothing but separation from God um, and all the blessings that he has in our life. Right. There'd be no hope, no joy, no love, no looking ahead to things to come. Right. Because because God has high standards, and if you don't think so, read the Old Testament, those books that people think are boring. Mm -hmm. Um. It is riddled with God's very specific instructions, uh, whether it be how to build his temple, what dimensions to make, uh, items going inside it, you name it. Uh, make no confusion that our God demands perfection, uh, and he still does. And we have, But we lack the ability in and of ourselves to ever achieve that level of perfection. Right. It's impossible for us. Mm-hmm. So enter Jesus. <laughs> yep. And uh, mercy, moving on to mercy within the framework of our faith. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to reference our, our sermon this last weekend at Mission Bible Church mm-hmm. from Pastor Errol. Would be, um, you know, not getting what we deserve. Because Christ paid full punishment, not partial, not a small percentage, but all of it. You know, we don't have immediate repercussions from our sin that come directly from God. They indirectly sometimes impact us, which are simple consequences right. in this earthly setting that we are in. Um, 
It's not like when we sin, the consequences that happen is God punishing us. Right. The punishment was already paid. Yep. God does not punish people. So. Now. Right. He so, will one day if you don't, you know. Right. So mercy <laughs> essentially is us not receiving that immediate death because the wages of sin is death. It's not us experiencing spiritual death. Um, however, uh, grace is so much more. Not only did we receive or, you know, justice not be given to us because we're not getting what we deserve. And not only do we have mercy by not having the direct punishment from God, which would be the mercy aspect of things, but God loves us overwhelmingly beyond our comprehension. And, and, and he blesses us. <laughs> um, On top be, of everything. Be also not- beyond our comprehension. <laughs> right. So... Um, and that's what we're, we really want to get at is that distinct difference between justice, mercy, and grace, um, but focusing in on that grace because it's so easy sometimes to forgive and um, not give somebody punishment, but then to not hold that resentment or mm. to... Or to turn around and give them a gift. Right, or withhold your love from someone or your right. care and your compassion, empathy, sympathy, mm-hmm. whatever... Whatever it might be that's truly deserving for whatever transgression against your spouse might be, we're called to not show that towards our spouse and extend grace because we received it. That's right. And it starts with that, is that walking it out personally really starts with receiving grace, which brings us back to you can only give away what you possess. If you don't possess it, you can't give it away. So if you haven't received grace yourself, there's no way that you can truly give grace away. And the only way to do that is is to receive Jesus. And I keep, um, so I'm in a different Bible study too with some women, and we're walking through 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and we were talking about, we were talking about grace. We were talking about Jesus as an advocate and what that actually means And I just kept coming back to this picture of a courtroom, right, where you have a judge. We'll just say God's the judge because he is the ultimate judge, right? It's his standard that we failed to meet. And so we are the client and Jesus is like our lawyer, right? Um, But when it comes to grace, it's like not only does Christ defend us, knowing that we're guilty. He's not defending or trying to prove our innocence. He fully accepts that we are guilty. And then he he still advocates for us and pays all of our fees, you know? <laughs> and and that, that's the picture that I keep going back to is, you know, just this above and beyond. Um, but if we're trying to do this on our own without him, it's, it's really going to, it's going to be faulty. It's going to be inconsistent. Um, especially when it comes to our spouse of what that actually looks like in every day of showing our spouse grace. Right. Right. And uh, as a transition before we get into the relationship side between two spouses of how we mirror God's grace, which is what we're called to do. Um, I, I mean, I have seen and, and know very personally some couples who um, – I'm not going to get into the, the the label of being unequally yoked, but one one of them I really feel um, truly hasn't given their life to Christ, and they don't quite fully understand the grace that is theirs. It's still theirs, um, but they have not experienced that because they haven't made that commitment uh, to God 
and handing their life fully over to him. Um, and I think it really shows in the, the problems that their marriage has. Um, and it, it's a challenge when uh, one spouse may fully understand God's grace. and <laughs> Or at least our limited <clears throat> human right. understanding. <laughs> uh, but uh, but an, another spouse in that within that relationship does not. Um, it's going to really change the dynamic and make it very, very challenging for a successful relationship because, let's be honest, and I'm stealing more Errol here from, <laughs> is uh, everyone could reflect after a short, not even that long of a time probably, within their marriage of, man, did I really uphold my vows to put my spouse first, to uh, love and cherish her completely and without stain throughout the entire entirety of our, our relationship together. And if we were to truly reflect and look upon ourselves, we, Chelsea's yeah, chuckling. Laughing. Every, everyone, resounding no. Right. <laughs> None if, of us. If you're honest, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, and that's where the need for grace in your marriage is so important. So with that, uh, how, how do we extend that grace? You know, it's not, first off, none of these principles are easy. They're easy to look at on paper and comprehend mm-hmm. the process. Uh, it's much more challenging when your feelings are tied to it. Yeah, I think one one big takeaway that I had from the big group um, for Reengage was that, you know, Jesus comes to heal us and mend what's broken, but then he doesn't, he doesn't just leave us where we are. He... He supports us in becoming more like him. And that's where, you know, our part is a spiritual walk, surrendering, being obedient to him. And that's how we walk it out with our spouse. Additionally, when we as faulty humans extend grace, you know, a lot of times we're we're led even subjectively uh, or subconsciously to somewhat keep score of like, oh, well, you sh- they showed me grace. So now I feel an obligation to extend grace to my spouse after she has wronged me or hurt me in fill in the blank. Like, that's not how God shows us grace. He doesn't keep a record of wrongs and definitely doesn't keep score with us. Um, Just like God's word says, you know, otherwise that's a work-based salvation and that's not the the God or the... uh, the relationship we have with, with God. So that's definitely not the relationship we should mirror in our marriage either of that skeep, keeping score concept of things. Yeah, because I think then that leads to feelings of I need to earn it or I need to deserve it or I'm owed something or I'm losing and it just small things can build up to resentment over time. And really none of that displays a true love, true love and pure love uh, for the other person. So... Um, for sure. So uh, one thing that is that we would really encourage is for each spouse to either, either individually or and then either come back together and discuss, but just reflect on times where your great your spouse has showed you grace, mm-hmm. um, or times where you have been shown grace, and just marinate on that for a while because it it'll probably really spur on a feeling within in you to realize how pure that is. Um, and not only that, how you felt when you received grace and um, also how maybe it made you feel when you extended grace. 
And that could be an opportunity for you and your spouse to understand how critical that is within the framework of your marriage and setting you on a path towards success. Um, It also might highlight some areas where maybe you could have done better at extending grace. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I really liked from the book was they said it is loving your spouse in spite of his or her actions rather than because of them. Because it's easy to love our spouse and show them grace when they're being graceful and showing us grace, right? But it's a lot harder and it's it's really unnatural to show grace to someone who doesn't deserve it. So when you, when I think of grace, I think of it as, okay, I really, I need to look at my spouse as, you know, regardless of how grace-filled or not he is, am I showing him grace even at his worst, regardless of you know, what's going on. Right. right. And I can say, uh, as I did my own internal reflection, even though my wife did what I would consider a good job of extending me grace, how did I receive it? A lot of times I struggled to receive grace because I felt I didn't deserve it. Just sometimes like in our faith. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't deserve God's forgiveness from this, you know. I don't deserve God's blessing, despite the many times that I have failed. Um, And sometimes my biggest struggle was just accepting the grace that was provided to me. Um, And not to to cheapen it by any means, by taking advantage of the fact that I was extended grace, but to, to relish in it and leverage the grace that was extended to me to really move both Chelsea and I forward together as opposed to being uh, caught in that trap of, mm-hmm. I don't deserve this grace. Well, duh. That's <laughs> in the does. definition of the <laughs> right. of what grace is. Right. It is literally undeserved. Right. You're so, right. There's a two-prong because it's receiving grace but also giving grace. And we tend to focus on the giving grace part, but we tend to glaze over the receiving part and... Honestly, if we're struggling to receive it, we need to really go back and look at, you know, our pride, which is going to lead into next week's talk about humility. Right. So um, once you acknowledge that grace has been really offered to you, and as we just said, undeservingly, uh, let it transform you. And that's where the change comes. Because I would hope that most of you listening to this... um, would reflect and say, you know what, I hope that I'm better in all these different areas that are important to marriage than I was a year ago or five years ago. So a lot of that is allowing that grace that's extended you to you, transform you, make you better. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just a better spouse, but a a walk more closely with God. And if that's not happening, then uh, that's probably where some further internal Mm -hmm evaluation and reflection needs to come um, because that's really truly what it should be doing. And because once you, I mean, the steps that we talked about is like receiving it, letting it transform you. Mm -hmm. And once being showed grace and then letting it change you, that just makes it so much easier to extend grace to others. And maybe it's not even your spouse. It might be a close friend or Mm -hmm. another relationship you have. And that was another thing that I, I, I didn't write this down from our lesson, mm-hmm. but it was something that was really something that I thought about is 
people have a tendency to show grace, show forgiveness, or or, or even be kind to complete strangers, mm-hmm. you know? But yet the person we have professed and stood in front of our closest family members and friends and promised to love forever, they're the, the hardest person to say, you know what? I, I, I can look past this or I can mm-hmm. extend grace in this situation. I can show love towards them yeah. in this way. Well, that's because a stranger. We have no record of wrongs that we've been keeping, right? <laughs> that's another good point. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to our spouse, though, I mean, let me list thy ways that thou hast <laughs> right. let me I've down. I've known you for 15 years now. I got quite the list. Hold on. Right? I'll lick my finger and right. turn the page right. here on my list. But really, Grace is, is is advocating for your spouse, not making a list of all the ways that they fail you. Because we talked about broken, was it brokenness last week, right? That at the end of the day, we are broken people. We are faulty. We don't have it all together. We're both, you know, what is it, struggling well together was the phrase of last season. Um, and just coming at it that way. So any last thoughts for me? Wrap it up. No, um, I think it, I'd really summarize it from kind of just the flow of our discussion today is, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't fully experience grace yet in your mm-hmm. life, it's hard to have been transformed to a point where you can extend it. Right. And it starts with our, the great receiving grace from God mm-hmm. because that's the ultimate, most pure, <laughs> never keeping record of wrongs or a tally. Mm-hmm. against one's oneself and once you can accept that it it really conditions your heart to be able to communicate and live in a relationship with another fallen person in a way that reflects the same amount of grace that God has shown us to yeah. one another yeah and just remembering that marriage is not 50 50 <laughs> marriage is 100 100 and that we each have a responsibility towards the other Right. Okay. And that's all, folks. <laughs> what is this, a Bugs Bunny episode? <laughs> yes, I think so. Is that trademarked? Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Exceptional Marriage Podcast. Make sure that you guys leave us a five-star review and any thoughts that you had from this week's episode. Um, we'd love to hear your questions, too. If there's something that's really weighing on your heart, leave those in the comments. We would love to be able to answer those and bring those up um, in upcoming podcasts. Until then.